0: Hello and welcome back to the Insightful Devotion Podcast. David here. I hope everyone is doing great since we have last spoken. And man, am I excited for the word that God has given me to share with you. I just want to let everyone know that I'm always praying for you all. And all of my anointed, God-fearing podcast listeners around the world, I want you to know that God loves you. I pray that your faith grows stronger in Christ as he continues to mature you, that you would realize the Lord's favor rests upon you. And that his grace and mercy continues to follow you all the days of your lives. And with everything in the news lately from Haiti to Greece, California and other places that are experiencing natural disasters in Florida, just across this whole entire world with the COVID-19 spikes on the rise. I pray that God would have mercy on us all, turning us to him and that we would all take heed to what the Lord is telling us right now, because if we don't obey the Lord. Who are we really adhering to? So let us go before the Lord in prayer. And I pray that today's message would light a fire on the inside of us all to take heed to our heavenly father and seek him while he may be found. And that we would be obedient to him, loving him with all of our heart, soul and mind. Let us pray. Dear God, forgive us for our ignorance and unwilling spirits that have been living in disobedience towards you god you are the lion and the lamb and you are a jealous god for you either want all of us or nothing to do with us at all and lord i pray that we would take heed to your words both now and forevermore not neglecting the moments in which you are calling us to spend time with you because god if we can go to work if we can go and do this and that for other people and the things we want to do may we have no choice but to give you the time you truly desire and deserve with us a time that is not rushed and done to say we checked it off of our checklist. Lord, I'm asking that you would turn our hearts over to you and fill us with your spirit, submerge us in your presence and keep us in your righteous love that we live consecrated lives to you. Show us what that is, Father, that we may live it and live it with you and you alone And we become true hands and feet of your son, Jesus Christ. And we become true hearers and doers of your word, becoming more loving towards others and wise that we don't become judgmental, but that our hearts be pure in you and always before you, giving you the thanksgiving and praise you deserve. It's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Well, if we continue doing what we desire, if we continue to do what we want to do, and they are a part of the things of this world and not the things of our heavenly Father, who are we really serving and gratifying? In fact, who are we pretending to be? What benefits can come from a lie, especially when we willingly exchange the truth for a lie? I'm not here to tickle anyone's ears. I'm not here to condemn anyone or bring fear. But I'm crying out on behalf of everyone before our heavenly father. That my sisters and brothers in Christ, that you would ask God to search your heart and for God to uproot, remove and cut ties to the dark deeds in our lives, known and unknown to us. That means sinful desires and enticements have to leave us. Gossip cannot reside in us. Hatred and jealousy have no place in our hearts and every lie curse and weapon spoken over us will not prosper but has been dealt with by the blood of the lamb of God and we are saved victorious anointed holy righteous pure and prosperous in Christ because a time is coming when God will return for his children that are in Christ Jesus our Lord and will you be there when he comes will you be wise and take heed to the Lord's instruction And live pleasing lives that honor and glorify him in spite of what people may say and the world may want you to do. Will you turn the TV off and pray for a family member in need? Are you willing to change the music you listen to because you realize that the words you are speaking over yourself don't match what God's spoken over you? Are you willing to ask God to remove your earthly desires for heavenly ones? in order to obey the Lord with all of your heart, soul, and mind, which displays to the Lord that we truly love him and are not ashamed of him? Well, if that's you today and you're tired of being powerless, when God has called you to be powerful in him, if you're tired of being overwhelmed by the worries and problems of this life, if you're tired of being up one moment and down the next, if you're tired of going through cycles and can't seem to break them, whatever they may be, If you are tired of being unfruitful when God has called you to live a fruitful life in him, then it's time for us to stop turning to everyone and anything else. And we turn to our heavenly father and take heed to his words that brings life to what was once dead, that brings what was lost to becoming what is now found in him. And when the Lord commands us to do something, we must act on it and do as he says, Obeying his commands and when the Lord says don't do something we must be obedient and do as he has told us by not doing it Now, let me give you an example because if we truly love God or we have true love towards someone Why would you want to hurt them or upset them knowing what you are doing is wrong and will anger them? Because if we anger God who has been kind and gracious to us even in the midst of us living in sin When he's given us his son Jesus Christ to take our place so that in him we can live life and life more abundantly by confessing to the Lord our sins and that we need his help and for him to change us and the way we are living and by us believing in him and not doubting and taking heed by walking in step with the spirit of God and not going back to a lifestyle that we know angers him when he's already set us free in him. We will then live our lives as new creatures in Christ by leaning into the understanding of our Heavenly Father And with that in mind, let us examine the word The Lord has given us today to discuss on taking heed that is found within Luke chapter 21 verses 34 through 36 It says this Be on your guard so that your minds are not dulled from carousing drunkenness and worries of life Or that day will come on you unexpectedly like a trap For it will come on all who live on the face of the whole earth But be alert at all times praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place And to stand before the son of man And matthew chapter 16 verses 24 through 26 tells us this Then jesus said to his disciples if anyone wants to follow after me Let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me For whoever wants to save his life will lose it But whoever loses his life because of me will find it For what will it benefit someone if he gains the whole world yet loses his life Or what will anyone give in exchange for his life? So how do we take heed? That's what I want you to understand today How do we take heed in the midst of this world we now live in? Well, number one, we must be intentional about our relationship with Jesus Christ Understanding that when we adhere to his words, we are blessed and will receive fresh revelation in our lives Because he is ordering our steps and will not withhold anything from those whose walk is uprightly in him Number two, our love for God is to be pure, sincere, and in his truth As we remain humble, having our ears attentive to hear his voice with a heart that responds in obedience, and the eyes to see clearly what the Lord is showing us. And we become a hearer and doer of his holy word by reading it faithfully and asking God to help us live it truthfully by applying it to our lives. And number three, we must become bold in our faith for Jesus Christ, unwavering, knowing that for Christ I live and for Christ I die. Meaning that we are all in because we go from glory to glory and no matter what is happening or will happen We are God's anointed and chosen vessels. We are more than conquerors We are dead to sin and alive in Christ Jesus our Lord knowing that nothing will ever separate us from his love You see when we take heed to the word of God We are living in his truth And we'll be able to understand the difference between the truth and a lie. Because too often we believe lies over the truth. I say this because a lot of times believers in Christ will speak negative things over themselves when God, who is our heavenly father, has spoken blessings over us and has given us the strength in him to overcome any addiction in every circumstance. And the way we are able to do that is when we believe in God wholeheartedly and not give any room for defeat by us speaking lies to ourselves where the truth is supposed to reside now taking heed to the words of our Heavenly Father may not always be easy but let me tell you something it will always be worth it I have an example I want to give you that comes from Acts chapter 9 and the story depicts how even when times are uncertain regarding the situation of people God's word will sustain us and keep us and comfort us in the midst of a situation that may seem troubling to us And the reason as to why we can take heed to the instructions of our Lord Is that he is always working on the behalf of his children ordering our steps And we see this occur to Saul who later becomes Paul when he encounters Ananias Acts chapter 9 verses 1 through 22 says this Saul kept threatening to murder the Lord's disciples. He went to the chief priests and asked him to write letters of authorization to the synagogue leaders in the city of Damascus. Saul wanted to arrest any man or woman who followed the way of Christ and imprison them in Jerusalem. As Saul was coming near the city of Damascus, a light from heaven suddenly flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul. Why are you persecuting me? Let me pause right there. You see how close God is to with his children? Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And because we have a relation with him, it just told us that Saul was going to the chief priest and asked for letters of authorization to the synagogue leaders in the city of Damascus so that he can arrest any man or woman who followed the way of Christ. And look what happened. Let me read that again. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul. Why are you persecuting me? So let me put a footnote here. When people are messing with God's anointed, that's why he said, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm because people may not understand it, but we have to give it to God in the midst of a hard situation when we're going through anything because God has the final say so and vengeance is the Lord. And watch how God handles this whole scenario. Saul asked, Who are you, sir? The person replied, I'm Jesus, the one you're persecuting. Get up, go into the city and you'll be told what you should do. Meanwhile, the men traveling with him were speechless. They heard the voice but didn't see anyone. Saul was helped up from the ground when he opened his eyes. He was blind. Hmm. Isn't it crazy how when our eyes are open, what we thought was so clear is actually blinding us the whole time. It takes the Lord to get a hold of us and us to take heed to his word before we truly see what the Lord wants us to see. Let me go back to reading. I just threw that in there so that you will understand what I'm trying to say. Thank you, Lord, for that revelation. Saul was helped up from the ground when he opened his eyes. He was blind. So his companions led him into Damascus for three days. He couldn't see and didn't eat or drink. A disciple named Ananias lived in the city of Damascus. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, Ananias answered, yes, Lord. The Lord told him, get up, go to Judas' house on Straight Street and ask for a man named Saul from the city of Tarsus. He's praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias place his hands on him to restore his sight. Ananias replied, Lord, I've heard a lot of people tell about the many evil things this man has done to your people in Jerusalem. Saul has come here to Damascus with authority from the chief priest to put anyone who calls on your name in prison. The Lord told Ananias, go, I've chosen this man to bring my name to nations, to kings and to the people of Israel. I'll show him how much he has to suffer for the sake of of my name ananias left and entered judas's house after he placed his hands on saul ananias said brother saul the lord jesus who appeared to you on your way to damascus sent me to you he wants you to see again and to be filled with the holy spirit immediately something like fish scales fell. From Saul's eyes And Lord may that happen To all of us listening today And he could see again Then Saul stood up And was baptized After he had something to eat His strength came back to him Saul was with the disciples In the city of Damascus For several days He immediately began To spread the word In their synagogues That Jesus was the son of God Everyone who heard him was amazed they asked isn't this the man who destroyed those who worshipped the one named Jesus in Jerusalem didn't he come here to take these worshipers as prisoners to the chief priests in Jerusalem Saul grew more powerful and he confused the Jews living in Damascus by proving that Jesus was the Messiah wow that is very powerful It goes to show us that God can use any and everyone he wills. And when we truly take heed to his words, God puts the pieces together in our lives and we can in turn thank God for using us because it is truly an honor and a privilege to be used by our heavenly father. Vengeance is the Lord. People may be doing you wrong at your house. People may be doing you wrong at your job. But when you give it to God, He fights on your behalf. God was able to use Saul, whose name became Paul. And he was able to use Ananias, one of his chosen vessels. And because they were obedient, look what God has done. Look how God was able to use them. And that's what he's asking us today. Take heed to his word. Because the things that were blinding us, that we thought were clear in our ways of thinking and in our sight, God will drop the scales off of our eyes. He will allow us to see his ways and not our ways. We just have to take heed and be obedient. So when we know who's and who we are in the Lord, nothing should stop us from taking heed to his words because God may use us and work through us to minister to someone in various ways and whatever else he desires. Because when we don't take heed to God And his warning signs that he gives us by allowing his spirit to get our attentions continually through people in various other ways. The Lord will. In second Thessalonians chapter two, verse 11 through 12, it tells us this. That's why God will send them a powerful delusion so that they will believe a lie. Then everyone who did not believe the truth, but was delighted with what God disapproves of will be condemned. Which is why we hear in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 telling us this for this reason We must pay closer attention to what we have heard That we won't drift away from the truth And that paying close attention is observing to see if we are living our lives for God or the enemy Because friends we are to honor God with our all And although it may seem difficult to do so at times we can't allow ourselves to think, I'll just sin this last time and ask God for forgiveness later. He knows my heart. Who knows the next time if you do that, it may be your very last time. And because you've made that decision to continue in sin instead of taking heed to the words of the Lord, who is kind and gracious, not wanting anyone to perish and is willing to help you in your trials and tribulations and will remove your sin from you and will no longer remember it and will make you a new creature in him. Then what do you really think a future without God looks like because I can tell you from past experience that when you are not having the Lord present in your lives it's empty and void if you don't believe me look what Genesis chapter 1 had to say in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth now the earth was formless and empty Darkness covered the surface of the watery depths and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good and God separated the light from the darkness. And that's what Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 through 4 tells us. Because when God speaks to us, just as we heard him speak in Genesis and he is changing us, leading us to him. When we take heed to his words, that is when he fills us up with the fruit of the spirit. Because where we used to lack self-control and darkness, in his light, we now have self-control. Where we used to lack joy, we now have joy in the Lord who is our strength. And the list goes on. So as I pray, I ask that you would allow the Lord to deal with you like he's never done before. That he would disrupt our lives if they are not glorifying his name. And that he would fill the voids in our lives that have been frustrating us for far too long. And we become intentional daily by spending time in prayer, not just for ourselves and loved ones, but we would pray constantly for everything and anything at any time the Lord places it on our hearts. That we renounce control over our own lives and allow the Lord to take full and complete and total control as we submit our all to him. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I'm coming before you in need of your touch. Lord, expose every lie from the enemy by your mighty light so that we have nowhere to hide and no sin to cling to. Expose our darkest deeds, our hidden motives, and the things we're connected and associated with that we have no business doing that in the first place. Father, purge us and purify us as we confess our sins to you And we would take our relationship serious with you and not be lazy and not resort to any ungodliness because things aren't going our way. God, you alone know what each and every individual stands in need of. And Father, I come before you in your presence, leaving all of these mishaps, faults, sins, condemnation, disgust, burdens and everything in me and those that are listening that does not glorify you. We leave it before your throne, Lord, in your presence. I place it in front of you, and knowing that the gracious God and loving Father that you are, I can sing songs of thanksgiving and meditate on your truths that gives us life in you and sustains us in you, allowing us to see clearly that our identity is in you, O God. So we thank you for your salvation. We thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your love, joy, and peace. Thank you for cutting all of our ties with the enemy and thank you for your light exposing the darkness in our lives so that we can live truthfully and bold in you declaring that this is what the Lord says as you produce the fruit that is righteous and holy Lord that only comes from you and the power of your Holy Spirit leading and guiding us as we take heed to your ways of life. That gives us eternity with you. It's in Jesus name I petition. Declare and believe. In Jesus name. Amen. Well we serve a mighty God who is worthy to be praised. A God who deserves our attention. And a God that loves us unconditionally. That he will correct us if we are in error. And set us back on his righteous path. And all he's asking us to do. All he's asking us to do y'all. Is to take heed to his ways Because in doing so Just as Ananias did And many others throughout the Bible have done God will be able to use us for his glory And lives will be changed for the better And people will see how God can And still wants to use them as well Regardless of their past Just look at Saul who became Paul As we read in Acts chapter 9 Because God has the final say so and he's waiting for you right now. He's waiting for you to take heed. So get rid of the things that are holding you back your past sins, your mistakes, the condemnation that lingers over your head. Give it to God. It's not meant for you to carry. Give it over to him. Ask him to show you. Pray about it. Give it to him. Let him know you need his help. He's willing and he's able and spend some time with Him throughout your day and write down the things He speaks to you within your heart. And believe me, oh God, believe me, you will see a change for the better, not only in your life, but the lives around you will be changed as well because God's Spirit will become so powerful within you that when you go into a room, the atmosphere has no choice but to change because by you taking heed to the Lord's ways, You've invited his presence to live inside of you. And he is with you and will never leave you nor forsake you. So until the Lord allows us to gather again, I pray God's best for you and your loved ones and that he would touch the hearts of your enemies and the plans he has laid out before you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Amen. And once again, thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's Insightful Devotion podcast. And remember, if you're ever in need of prayer or have a praise report or maybe you just have a question, please feel free to contact me at insightful at gmail.com. So take heed to the words of our loving Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and watch him move mightily in your life. I'm David. And as I always say, be blessed, stay blessed because you are blessed.